BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Duval, welcome into the Gen Jag podcast. A head coach, finally. Doug Peterson has been named the head coach of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Looks like Rick Spielman might be soon to follow in a high-ranking front office role. The wait is finally over, Jacksonville. It might not have been pretty, but the Jaguars have arrived with their head coach and potentially a new top decision-maker in the personnel department with Rick Spielman. I'm flying solo today. Jeremy is under the weather. Be sure to wish him well on Twitter at Jeremy Markoski. You can follow myself at Jordan DeLugo and, of course, Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Shout out to Bold City Brewery. Make sure to check them out at their downtown location on East Bay Street and at the Riverside Tap Room on Roselle. So this episode obviously is going to be all about Doug Peterson, the potential for Rick Spielman, the coaching search as a whole, and the path forward for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll start it off with Doug Peterson. Obviously, a lot of people know former Eagles head coach. He was an NFL quarterback from 1991 to 2005, numerous stops, including Philly uh, and Green Bay. He immediately went into coaching at the lower levels high school football after he retired in 2005, and he got his first gig in the NFL with Andy Reid back in 09, Philadelphia Eagles, as an offensive quality control coach, moved up to quarterback coach, followed Reid to Kansas City after Reid and the Eagles split up. Uh, He became the offensive coordinator for Andy Reid in Kansas City, did a great job there for three years, parlayed that into becoming a head coach back in Philadelphia with the Eagles. Uh, Played for the Eagles, coached with the Eagles under Reed, went back to Philly again to be their head coach. 42-37-1 record in the city of brotherly love for Doug Peterson during the regular season. He was 4-2 in the playoffs and, of course, uh, won the Super Bowl, took them to three straight playoff appearances from 20. 17, 2018, 2019. This is a guy that has the best resume of any Jaguars coach that has ever been hired. Look back at Tom Coughlin. He was a college coach coming in. You look at Jack Del Rio, very great defensive mind, but never had any head coaching experience prior to that. Um, You look at some of the other guys that have been brought in, Mike Malarkey, one and done, didn't have a great resume leading into that hiring. 
Doug Marone promoted from offensive coordinator. He did have some head coaching history. Uh, it ended on rocky terms at best in Buffalo. And uh, he had an average squad up in Buffalo, but certainly nothing to the level that Doug Peterson did up in Philly. And then you look at Urban Meyer, who had no previous NFL experience. Doug Peterson is the most experienced and most uh, polished and has the best resume of any Jaguars coach that the team has ever hired. Uh, again, three playoff appearances in five seasons. Really, his record is marred by his final season where Carson Wentz kind of fell apart. A lot of negativity was going on in Philly that year in 2020 where they only won four games. Other than that, he won at least seven games in every year as a head coach. Uh, Doug Peterson is a player's coach. He's high energy. You'll see that repeated throughout. Uh, if you look up anything about what his former guys have to say about him, high energy, sticks his neck out for his guys, but he'll also get after them if they need to get their head on straight. So um, I think he's a guy that will demand accountability and respect. And I think he'll give that to his players and his coaching staff as well. Um, he was one of the front runners forerunners with being aggressive on fourth down. I personally love aggressiveness on fourth down. I think it just sets a tone for your team. Like nobody's going to stop us. It doesn't matter uh, the situation. Obviously you need to be smart with it. It has to be analytics driven. It has to be percentage driven, but I do appreciate being aggressive on fourth downs. Uh, I think his experience as a former NFL quarterback should be invaluable for Trevor Lawrence. He's worked with a handful of quarterbacks, gotten the best out of them during his time with them. Carson Wentz, Alex Smith, several others. So this is a guy that Trevor Lawrence is going to benefit from. Uh, pretty much no matter who you talk to around the league, it's obvious that Doug Peterson, as a former NFL quarterback, as a former quarterback's coach, as a head coach who focuses on the offensive side of the ball, offensive play caller, he's a guy that should be able to work very well with Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence was excited about it. Pretty much right after the Jaguars announced the hiring last night, and again, I'm recording this Friday, February 4th, the day after the Jaguars announced the hiring of Doug Peterson. Again, they announced this at around 11.30 at night. Of course, they announced the firing of Urban Meyer around 12.30 uh, in the morning. So they have been a little funky with, with how they've been announcing these moves super late at night. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence tweets out, let's get to work. Gives the arm flex emoji. Welcome to Duval. Great days ahead. So he's fired up to have a head coach who's a player's coach, who has experience in the playoffs, experience winning a Super Bowl, and knows how to work with quarterbacks and call plays. Uh, I think if Trevor Lawrence signs off on this, this hiring, probably most of Duval should be doing the same. Some fun stuff here today is the four-year anniversary of Peterson's Eagles winning the Lombardi Trophy. So it will be uh, it'll be a big day in the timeline for Doug Peterson when he looks back at his coaching career down the road, winning the Super Bowl and being hired by the Jaguars for better or for worse on February fourth. Uh, we'll see how it all plays out.
couple other fun little tidbits. The Jaguars take on the Eagles in Philly in 2022. So that'll be a heck of a reunion. Pretty much everyone I've seen out of Philly, media, fans, otherwise, they love the guy. They love Doug Peterson. You understand why, bringing them their first Super Bowl title in franchise history. Uh, But yeah, when he returns to Philly this year, he'll be with the Jaguars wearing a different shade of uh, green, teal, if you will. And I imagine he will get a very warm reception when the Jaguars take on the Eagles in 2022. Uh, The Jaguars also take on the Colts twice a year, where it looks like Doug Peterson will potentially take on Carson Wentz, his former quarterback who he had playing at an MVP level prior to his injury in 2017, and Frank Reich, who was his offensive coordinator for that Super Bowl run, a guy that's had a lot of success in Indianapolis as a head coach. So it'll be interesting to see both of those matchups, how that goes down this year. I know Peterson did visit with the Colts, Frank Reich and Carson Wentz this past uh, summer, kind of, went down there, talked with the guys, and uh, saw what the Colts program was all about. It looks like Rick Spielman, the Vikings' top personnel guy for 16 years, will will likely be joining Doug Peterson in Jacksonville. They will kind of, based on reports we're hearing, be that new uh, football leadership duo where Rick Spielman will be the top of the food chain in the personnel department, uh, which would obviously mean Trent Baalke, while while he might keep his GM title, will certainly not have the same amount of power that he has had, that he had in 2021. That's huge. Trent Baalke really shouldn't be employed after his resume over the last decade, really, uh, in terms of just not being able to work with his coaches and surviving, kind of, a lot of people call him a snake in the grass type of deal. He has outlasted his last five coaches that he's worked with. It looks like he is being demoted, if you if you will, obviously not in title, but in the actual role that he will fill with the Jaguars moving forward if Rick Spielman is to become the next executive vice president or whatever the title will be for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, but Spielman, 136, 135, and two overall record for the Vikings, uh, helped the team to six playoff appearances, made it to two conference titles. He's drafted a ton of pro bowlers, all pros, and even a couple Hall of Fame level players, maybe one or two, certainly Adrian Peterson. There's some other guys you could probably talk about. His drafts have not been exemplary for the most part, in my opinion. He has had some huge hits. Like I said, Adrian Peterson, Everson Griffin, Stephon Diggs, Dalvin Cook, Brian O'Neill, Harrison Smith, Countless really, really talented players, but you look through the draft history and probably average overall, plenty of misses to go along with his huge hits. Um, 2015, that was an incredible draft landing. Eric Kendricks, Daniel Hunter, and Stephon Diggs, uh, all after the first round. Really impressive stuff there. 
And then, of course, he landed Justin Jefferson in 2020. In large part, thanks to the Jaguars taking Caleb Von Chase on and Doug Peterson and his Eagles taking Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson, who is arguably one of the top three to five receivers in the NFL today, just in his sophomore season. Really incredible draft pick that was, landing him at number 22 overall, I believe. Um, if he can land some of this talent, like we've seen him land in, in Minnesota, bring some stability to Jacksonville with a winning overall record, obviously only one game over 500. But when you do that for 16 years with various different coaches and people around you, different quarterbacks, it's a model of consistency. Obviously, it's not an elite record, but a guy who has, again, made it to two conference championships, drafted a lot of quality players, and he's done a good job in free agency from what I can see as well, signing talented players from around the league and also doing something the Jaguars haven't done in quite a while, which is re retain their own star players. That's been a huge issue for the Jaguars over the last half decade as you've seen guys like Jalen Ramsey, Yannick Ngakwe, just to name a couple. They have uh, you know, moved on to greener pastures and performed very well outside of Jacksonville. Jalen Ramsey's in the Super Bowl with the Los Angeles Rams in the uh, upcoming week here. And then, obviously, Yannick Ngakwe is a starter for the Oakland Raiders after bouncing around a little bit uh, after the Jaguars uh, traded him. So, we've talked a lot about this coaching search. I think it needs to be talked about a little bit more now that Doug Peterson is the guy. It was ugly from an optics perspective, and I still strongly feel that Trent Baalke's presence is baffling, it's appalling, and it was the primary driver, the primary catalyst force, whatever you want to call it, behind the dysfunction in this coaching search. You look back, coaches did not want to work with this guy, which is obviously why the Jaguars are bringing in Rick Spielman, in my opinion. Um, it really looked like the Jaguars had no clue what they were doing for much of this coaching search. And it looks like they did Byron a disservice in the process, in my opinion. Obviously, Byron demanded that he wasn't going to work with Trent Baalke, that he wanted to work with Adrian Wilson, who he had experience with over in Arizona. Um, apparently... From what I've heard, Shad Khan got cold feet with the uh, rookie head coach, rookie GM pairing that Byron left, which was pitching. I can understand that to an extent. I still think Byron Leftwich is going to be a superstar head coach in this league whenever he gets his opportunity. And uh, I, I would not have blamed Shad Khan, and I would have applauded him for bringing in Byron and Adrian. I get the hesitancy. And when you look at Byron Leftwich and Adrian Wilson compared to Doug Peterson and Chris Spielman, if Spielman does in fact end up getting this job, which it looks like he will, the resumes don't really compare, to be completely honest. I mean, both of the guys, Leftwich and Wilson, like I said, 
whenever they do get their opportunity, they're going to be rookies in that role. And to entrust an organization that is in desperate need of stability and to two guys that have never done it before, I can understand being hesitant to do that. And then you look at Doug Peterson's role uh, as as a former head coach, as a former offensive coordinator for some very good offenses, as a guy who's worked with a lot of quarterbacks a lot of very good quarterbacks and gotten the most out of them during his time as a head coach. I get that. You look at Spielman model of stability up in Minnesota for 16 years. That was a very stable franchise during his run there. What will Trent Baalke's role be? That is going to be an important question. Is he going to be involved on a daily basis as As Mark Long suggested, is he going to be involved more on the field, hands-on with players? I don't know where that comes from. Obviously, he used to be a coach way back when, but I don't know if he's qualified to be working with these NFL players at this point in terms of being more hands-on, whatever that means. Uh, it, It appears the Jaguars really lucked into this situation with Peterson still being available uh, despite having interviewed with the Jaguars weeks ago. Um, And then he does his second interview with the team, lands the job that appears Rick Spielman, who does work with the same agency as Doug Peterson, will be joining him. They really could have had a big old egg on their face if Peterson had gotten hired by, let's say, New Orleans or one of the other teams that were looking for a a head coach. Uh, But it appears that Khan did luck in to a quality head coach. Shad Khan did release a statement last night. I'm not going to sit here and read it to you. You guys can go check it out. I don't think it really means much. I am excited to get the opportunity to potentially ask some questions to Shad Khan about this coaching search. And uh, I'm sure the rest of the media brethren feels the same way. There's going to be many questions to be answered about the wackiness and strangeness of this search where it looked like A week and a half ago, Byron Leftwich was the guy here with Adrian Wilson. That fell apart. And again, ended up with Doug Peterson and Chris, uh, excuse me, Rick Spielman could do a lot worse. One thing I will say about both Peterson and Spielman, they had falling outs of sorts as they departed from their previous jobs. That's not uncommon when you're in a building for a long time. You've got a ton of big personalities in the NFL, a lot of egos. I'm not throwing up a red flag on that with these guys, but I will try to monitor those relationships between the front office and the coaching staff. These guys need to be completely aligned. And how will their relationship work, especially with Trent Baalke, who has had some extremely contentious uh, relationships between himself and coaches that he's worked with in the past. There is potential for drama there. I'm not going to sit here and say it's a red flag. Keeping bulky is the red flag, obviously, but I'm not going to sit here and say Peterson and Spielman have red flags on that. Um, When you talk about Peterson and Wentz, Carson Wentz maybe having a falling out, you know, looks like that same thing might happen here in Indy. After Carson Wentz, you know, couldn't win a game or two down the stretch to get this team to the playoffs, I think that's more of a Carson Wentz problem than a Doug Peterson problem. 
And then you look at Rick Spielman, had a rocky relationship, tenuous at best with Mike Zimmer at the end of their run in Minnesota. But guess what? Mike Zimmer is notoriously stubborn, notoriously hard to work with. I'm going to give these two guys the benefit of the doubt in their relationship skills. I know they're going to need to have a culture within the front office and coaching staff of collaboration and communication. You cannot communicate enough. Uh, this is a a hard job for everyone involved. It is hard to win in the NFL. You have got to be on the same page. You have got to communicate to succeed in the NFL for a sustained period of time. These two guys, uh, they're going to need to be able to do that. And as I mentioned before, Doug Peterson's the most qualified head coaching hire the Jaguars have ever made. Rick Spielman, you can say the same exact thing about him and his potential role as an EVP, president of football operations, whatever it's going to be called, as the head of the organization uh, from a front office standpoint. He is the most qualified personnel guy the Jaguars will have ever hired if they do, in fact, end up getting this contract with Rick Spielman done which it's, it's leaning towards that. Um, I'm waiting for the news to break at any minute here. You know, the first GM was Tom Coughlin. Then you had Shaq Harris. You had Gene Smith for a little while, Dave Caldwell, um, Trent Baalke. None of those guys have anything on their resume anywhere close to what Rick Spielman has done in this league. As I stated before, He's landed a ton of quality draft picks. He's signed a lot of really good free agents, made two conference championships, made the playoffs six times. This is a guy with a real, real resume here. Um, the Jaguars, looking forward, they'll need to fill out that coaching staff. And there have been some names that have been floated and rumored. Uh, Press Taylor, he is currently the senior offensive assistant in Indy. Uh, he's Zach Taylor's brother, the Bengals head coach, going to the Super Bowl. Congratulations to Zach. Uh, but yeah, Press Taylor, he could be involved potentially as the offensive coordinator. Peterson wanted to promote Taylor to the offensive coordinator position following the 2020 season, and that was really one of the big reasons that, um, that Peterson is no longer in Philly. Jeffrey Lurie, the owner of the Eagles, was not satisfied with that idea, and they they uh, hit an impasse with the Press Taylor with with Peterson wanting to make Press Taylor the offensive coordinator. Lurie did not agree with that idea, and they obviously parted ways. Uh, Matt Nagy, he and Doug. They were assistants under Andy Reid in Philly and Kansas City. Nagy was also the offensive coordinator who replaced Peterson in Kansas City. He then became the Bears head coach. Ugly situation, but uh, you know he did have some success there. He was saddled with, with uh, Mitch Trubisky, obviously not great there. And then I think he kind of let his ego get in the way in 2021. A bit. He'll need to check that at the door, obviously, if he ends up being a part of this staff here in Jacksonville. But he's a guy that is a very well-respected offensive coach, did great things prior to becoming a head coach uh, in Chicago. Another name, Mike Caldwell. 
He's the inside linebackers coach for the Buccaneers right now. Mike Garofolo connected him to Peterson potentially as a higher ranking coach than the inside linebackers, maybe a defensive coordinator, run game coordinator, something of that nature. Um, he and uh, Peterson, they played together and coached together in Philly. So they, they go back quite a ways back into the nineties as players together. Vic Fangio, who had initially appeared, the Jaguars interviewed him to be the head coach. Now it looks like perhaps that was really an interview regarding the defensive coordinator position. Fangio would be an absolute home run. He's the godfather of the modern cover two shell that you're seeing all around the league. Um, he adjusts very well to his personnel. A lot of the schemes and uh, different looks that you're seeing from defenses these days, uh, young defensive coaches like Brandon Staley, heavily influenced by Vic Fangio. And he did a good job in Denver with that defense as well as the head coach. So he would just be a fantastic hire, bar none. I mean, there's no debate about that. Rich Basaccia, another guy that was reported to be interviewing with the Jaguars for their head coaching job. He's now connected to that special teams coordinator job. He's been around a long time in the NFL as a special teams coordinator. He showed unbelievable leadership guiding the Raiders to the playoffs as the interim head coach this year. You know, you have the situation that goes down with uh, the wide receiver out there. Uh, which was obviously just horrible. And then you have the John Gruden allegations. He ends up getting fired. Another horrible situation. Basaccia comes in as the interim head coach. All he does is lead them to a 7-5 and five record in one of the toughest divisions in football and then takes them to the playoffs. And uh, they didn't quite have a chance against the Bengals. It, it, it wasn't a terrible game, certainly, but... The Bengals outclassed him there in the wild card round, but still what Basaccia did there and his history as a special teams coordinator and an assistant head coach in this league, I think he would be great for the culture, great for the leadership, and great for the special teams department. If they could land Doug Peterson, Vic Fangio, Rick Basaccia, and, and Rick Spielman in one hiring cycle, again, maybe they lucked into it, maybe they didn't. It was an ugly process, but if you land those guys, all of those guys, all four, that is an incredible coaching staff, potentially. Uh, free agency in the draft are just down the road. Free agency is a little over a month away. The Jaguars will have to assess who they're going to keep among their own free agents, and of course, they're going to need to do a much better job than they did in 2021 of addressing needs and getting some quality and you know maybe even more than quality you know star pro bowl potential type of guys in free agency this year they've got the money to do it um, if rick spielman does end up with this job he's gonna need to he's gonna need to hit it hard much harder than trent balky was able to with urban meyer in 2021 and then you've got the draft in late april Quickly approaching. You had Senior Bowl uh, week this week. The Senior Bowl is tomorrow. Practices have wrapped up there. And then you're going to have the Combine as well. That's going to be huge. Um, 
for the for this franchise. Jaguars have the number one overall pick. What are they going to do with it? Is Doug Peterson going to kind of push for protecting Trevor Lawrence? Is he going to push for getting an offensive weapon? Are they just going to try to go get the best pass rusher available? There's a lot of options on the table. If Rick Spielman gets this job, he must do a much better job than what we've seen in Jacksonville of late. Not even just 2021, looking back at 2020. Jaguars had two first-round picks. One of them was shipped off already, C.J. Henderson. Caleb Von Chason hasn't made much of a name for himself in this league yet. The Jaguars have to nail this draft. They have to nail this free agency. They have to surround Trevor Lawrence with a better support system on offense. It's a big task. It's a task that no one has successfully completed under Shad Khan. Khan has done a fantastic job in terms of providing the money and support that coaches and players would need, but he has not done a good job of selecting the people to put in place that will lead this franchise to sustain success. He just hasn't done a good job of it. He doesn't know football. Perhaps Rick Spielman can be that guy that knows how to get good people in this building to, to find some, some winning, some sustained winning, for, you know, I mean, look, if the Jaguars made three straight playoffs under Doug Peterson, that would be the best run that this team has had since the 90s. I mean, think about that. In over 20 years, if they just made the playoffs two years in a row, that'd be the best run you've seen in nearly two decades. I think Jaguars fans should be excited about the final result of landing Doug Peterson. Should you feel confident in the process? No. But if Rick Spielman does come to Jacksonville and does take over the personnel department and front office, he can be the stabilizing force that Shad Khan is unable to be. And, and if that does come to fruition another big win for the Jaguars despite one of the most dysfunctional coaching searches I've ever seen. That's going to do it for the show. Really appreciate everyone for listening. Be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on. Uh, leave us the five-star ratings. We really appreciate that. Again, go, go give Jeremy some well wishes on Twitter at Jeremy Markoski. He is under the weather today and could not be with us. Check out ginjag.com to keep up with all these Jaguars news and analysis and check out our shop, ginjag.com slash shop. Lots of fun gear up there. Uh, one final shout out to Bold City Brewery, the one and only sponsor of the Gin Jag podcast. And that'll do it. Duval, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the fact that the coaching search is over and go Jags. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.